What's up guys, T-Lux here, and you guys may notice right off the bat, right off the bat from this podcast that I changed the podcast name from Casual Sports Talk to Casual Talks. I just thought it would make it, I would make this podcast, you know, more, uh, or these podcasts uh, more relatable. You know, they're not going to, they don't have to be really deep and like in deep and all that. They, they could be something simple about what's going on in my life, you know, things like that. It, it may be just a storytelling kind of thing. I don't know, but um, I don't know where I want to go with it in like the, the direct direction. But I do know kind of the direction, you know, the north, south, west, you know, maybe not the the certain location, but I do know where I kind of want to go. But anyway, guys, I just wanted to make it more relatable because my audience, um, I got feedback from them like when I was making podcasts and they were telling me that they enjoy podcasts. They enjoy listening to it, but they don't enjoy NBA. And then some people enjoy NBA talk, but they don't enjoy listening to podcasts where they don't have the time to do that kind of stuff. So it it was a really tough audience to get to in general. So I kind of wanted to just make it more relatable, you know, bring it to, you know, just very, very vague things like live talks, casual live talks too. And I added in casual talks just because it could be anything. It could be sports one day. It could be. And that way I could be able to, you know, those those specific audiences, I can still get to them. I just not get into them as you know directly every single time you know because i'm not always pushing nba now i can push it maybe one week maybe i could do two two podcasts one for nba one for life and like i said they don't have to be too deep they can be you know something simple you know so i just wanted to do that what kind of inspired me to do this is you know i was watching uh oh a lot of things inspired me to be honest uh one was the coronavirus it kind of just got me you know thinking about my gratitude towards life and i just kind of started thinking about life and then also during quarantine, I turned 18, kind of just got me starting to think about life. And then like a couple of days ago, I watched a podcast or I think yesterday I listened to a podcast and it was just about life stories just growing up. And it kind of just got me thinking again, just about life, you know, and that, you know, it, it being a podcast just kind of, you know, sprouted the idea like, hey, I make podcasts. I'm decent with my storytelling. Why don't I make a podcast as well? Come back into this stuff, you know, make another podcast, you know, re- make the return. You know what I mean? And um, as you guys know, the the freaking logo is still the same the little profile picture and all that i changed the bio up a little bit i'm gonna keep the same videos like under i'm not gonna delete them there's no reason to delete them they're just random nba talks so it's fine but as you guys might notice that the uh, logo is the same it's not because i'm trying to excuse me it's not because i'm trying to relate to like basketball just i like basketball so it's something it's a part of me so i kind of just keep it it could be considered lazy it could be considered you know whatever i kind of just enjoy it i am a little bit lazy so yeah, you'd be right but um yeah just something like that but Anyway, guys, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. I'm going to try to tell them some good stories. All right, I've told these stories before, and I'm going to try to repeat them. They are some they are some classics, okay? They are going to be some goaded video or goaded uh, storytelling from 0 to 18. Some iconic moments of my life. All right. So, first off, I want to start when I was about 6. A really simple story. I was about, I think it was like five, maybe six, eh, maybe around there. I was, you know, I was at a park, just kind of driving my scooter around and I'm driving around, I'm driving around, we're driving like on the street, you know, like, like, you know how the parks, like usually parks are in residential areas, they're like close to it. So like, I'm on like the sidewalk, basically, like, you know, those sidewalks, like if you cross the street, you're basically at someone's house, you know, those like how they live right next to the park. So I'm basically there, I'm, I'm driving, uh, I'm riding on my scooter and there's this massive crack in the, the the sidewalk and my scooter you know scooters are small scooters have those small wheels really small small two wheels and i end up the 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 wheel ends up going into the the crack in the cement and then it just ends up 
it ends up just pushing me forward it ends up getting stuck in the cement like the, the sidewalk into the crack and it just pushes me forward because that that whole just top of the scooter is just stuck there you know so it's going up with my momentum i fall down i don't remember much from there but i i didn't land on my hands i didn't land on my chest i landed directly on my teeth and i chipped both of my teeth i chipped both of my two front teeth and I ended up going to the doctor or the dentist like like a, a day later, two days later or something. And I had to go get my, my uh, I had to get them removed. I literally had to go get them removed. And so like from like seven to like 12 years old, I had a, just a gap in my teeth. Just this the fattest gap you can see. It was just, it's literally a two, it was a two foot I mean, it was a two-teeth gap. Like, I literally had a two-teeth gap. Like, I know people complain about that one-tooth gap, but I had a two-tooth gap, bro. Two teeth. Two-teeth gap, bro. That's crazy. And all I remember from that day, you know, it's I'm on. I was six, obviously, so the the the, the, the story's not as vicious, but it, it, it's an iconic story. You know, it's an iconic moment. And I, all I remember is falling, and then I I don't remember like being in pain. It was probably way too disturbing, you know, because imagine chipping your tooth, you know, I, it, it, I don't remember ever being in pain. I just remember bleeding and I had water and I was just spitting it out, spitting it out and water and uh, blood just kept coming out uh, from my mouth. So that was just toxic. And another story when I was about, mm, what's some iconic moments? Uh, I was about like eight, eight, nine. I... You know those? I can't describe them, but you know those? Um, I was at one of my one of my friends' house, one of my mom's friends' house, and rich house, you know, big house, you know, the the the, the freaking son is like five years old, you know, he's freaking living the life, you know, like he has his own room upstairs, he got the freaking Xbox 360 up at like seven years old, take this in, or like nine. So I was like, I was this was like ten years ago, you know, he had an Xbox 360, bro, Xbox 360 in 2010, bro, that fool was living the life. That fool was living the life. But anyway, I was we were playing like Star Wars or whatever, bro. And it was a huge party. It was like a huge party for everyone. I don't know what for. I don't care. But um, I remember the story. I mean, I remember the, the time. It was just there. Uh, upstairs, you know, this. just imagine this huge house. You know, this upstairs is kind of, you know, big. Like, big upstairs. You know, not that big, but it's a big room for this little kid. You know, he's like five years old and he's got his own room. And it's just big. And I'm just there because I'm like, I'm like eight. He's like six, seven, you know. And we're just there. And he has this, like, he has this basketball game, uh, this, like, physical basketball game, like, a physical, like, toy game. And it's, like, you, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, you push down on something, and then, like, it, it like, plops up the basketball court. Like, it, it plops up the basketball, and you try to shoot it into the hoop. I, they were really popular back then, but I don't know how to explain it. It was, like, it was literally, you, you plopped on it. Like, you, it was, like, a, it was literally, like, a catapult. You'd push on it, and then you try to make a shot into the basketball court. I don't know how to explain it. But this one was like, it wasn't those flimsy ones. It was like a hard plastic. Like, you know, um, like, uh, what is it? PVC pipe? It was like that. It was just like that hard plastic kind of thing. And it was it was like that. So when the ball got stuck into the rim, I, I, I was eight years old. There was no logic going into my head. There was no thinking of consequences in my head. I was pretty thin, so I thought I could do it. Again, I don't know how small this rim was because I was seven years old and I was pretty small. I was like probably like four foot. And I put my hand, or like anyway, I put my hand into the, into the freaking court, right? All the way down. I probably get like almost to the elbow, like probably around to the elbow. 
to try to get that ball st- like out of the rim and just remember it's like pvc pipe but like not i, I don't know how to explain it it filled it felt like pvc pipe but obviously it's in the shape of a basketball court like a mini mini toy game i don't know i don't know how to explain it i will somehow find a way to show you guys but you guys know those those courts by the way so anyway i put it in it goes all the way to about like the elbow all right my arm is i get the ball and i realize it's stuck and i'm i'm here thinking like what did I get myself into? Like, these dudes are playing video games, and I have my hand elbow deep into a basketball court, and it's not getting out. And it's just that weird feeling, you know, for like half a second, two seconds, where you're just like, I I, I got into this situation. How am I stuck? How am I, like, like there's, that, there's that, like, one, like, jolt, and you realize you can't get out. And you're just like, how did I get in here so effortlessly, but I can't get out of this situation so effortlessly? Like... I, I don't understand how that ever happens in life. Like, how can you put yourself into something really easily, but you can't take it out? And it's life. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting right now, but that's literally life. Like, what the heck? You can get yourself into a situation so easily, but you cannot get out of it easily. I'm so confused. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm actually shook right now that I just came up. That wasn't even, like, a realization. I'm just shook. Like, anyway, it was stuck in there, right? And it was just... It was just stuck in there and I, I i had this dilemma like i said i had this just dilemma this internal dilemma like what was i gonna do was i just gonna stay here was i gonna wait for someone to cut it out was i gonna you know just just lose all my oxygen now and just take it just just take take the life that i once had you know just say goodbye to it was i gonna just be a soldier and pull pull just pull and just go through any pain suction whatever freaking thing i was about to go through and you know for a second it wasn't even budging so i was like yeah i'm just gonna have to just wait till someone cuts this off bro they're gonna have to like cut it open and ruin this kid's toy but then for a second you know it started pulling through so i kept going i kept going i kept pulling i kept pulling bro i i don't understand how i don't understand how tedious it was i don't know how deep i got like how deep did i get into a mini toy basketball court but i just kept going i kept pulling you know and it was scraping my arm scraping my arm like i don't know like you know that hard plastic that like is sharp like it cuts you know you know that plastic that can cut it was like that plastic i don't know if it had like bad like plastic where like you can have like it's like little tips you know like little sharp tips on it but i was pulling 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 and it was just a bunch of blood and it, it created like this line from like like my forearm down for like i would say like two inches like a two inch scar and it was just a two inch like slash into my forearm and it's such a goaded iconic moment because all i remember from that is just it's just bleeding my mom comes up notices that it's bleeding gets like paper towels gets a bunch of paper towels i'm just out here crying in pain and then she brings up rice krispies and i'm just like bruh is this just for me like it felt i know it was for like the whole fam bro it was for the whole kids there but like there was something in me that just felt like this was just for me after you know doing this tedious task like there was something in my body that was like this is literally for me like i i just went through all this pain and god is just like you 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 can have this little break with some rice krispies because like while crying holding like a bloody paper towel on my right forearm that is just covered in blood covered in just uh, this long like two three inch slash i'm just like yeah this is this is for me 
and like you have to you have to remember too i was four i was seven six you know eight years old this slash was iconic bro this slash was long like now converted to my body now it doesn't look that vicious but like imagine when i was six bro oh man that was i was feeling like a soldier but like like i said i just did this bro i did this this heroic task and then i just get some rice krispies after that bro gee that was some god's god's you know mercy right there bro that was some mercy i was given but yeah that's one of my you know vicious iconic moments that, that was probably one of the most vicious that one ranks up there another one is when i was about nine years old i was on the jungle gyms you know the jungle bars uh you know you just swing cross the cross uh you swing you know like place to place like that i was on there with the lollipop you know how this goes i was on there with a lollipop i ended up falling and i don't know uh, dude all these things just happened so fast bro <coughs> excuse me all these things just happened so quickly i don't understand how they happened i don't want to understand how they happened i don't understand how i fell i don't understand how i fall on my face so effortlessly every time like when i was like nine did i not know that like i can use my arms to fall and use my legs to fall and all that i i, I just use my face for everything i guess and i ended up falling from the jungle bars ended up uh, just a bunch just this lollipop just like i don't know if it hit a tooth it hit gums but i was just bleeding everywhere and i was knocked out bro like i was passed out like i probably like got a concussion bro like i literally got bopped by that lollipop like imagine falling you know a good like eight feet and you just plop down on your just, just freaking gums and, like a lollipop just gets jammed into a gum after eight feet falling bro 70 80 pounds of weight dog sheesh but i just remember i was bleeding so badly i always bleed from my mouth for some reason something's up with me and i was just just dazed and i couldn't even like i was just on the ground i got picked up by one of the security like the the little like uh, little guards there like the little officers uh you know and like one of the teachers something like that uh or like the aides i don't know but i got picked up by one of them and they took me into the boys restroom right and i'm just like i'm just i'm feeling like you know when spider-man got picked up after freaking when he was picked up after he, he he saved the subway from falling bro and you remember when he was just dazed and they were just picking him up and he was knocked out that's how i felt like she was just she just put me into the boys restroom no paper towels dipped went to the girls restroom bunch of paper towels that was the first time i went to a girls restroom I never thought I would do it that way, bro. I never thought I would do it, period. But I never thought I would do it that way. I didn't know it was going to go down like that. Like, I was going to be just carried. Just, I literally, like, I don't know who picked me up. And I never will know. Because my memory is not that vicious. But that person is a hero, man. She was willing to carry me from freaking the boys' restroom. No paper towels. Went into the girls' restroom. Got those brown, ugly paper towels. And just put it, just put it all over my face. Just bleeding, bro. And that's all I remember. It wasn't. It's an iconic story. It's not something I remember too vividly, because it happened so quickly. But I do remember getting picked up. I do remember just being dazed and feeling like Spider-Man. And I do remember getting paper towels from the girls' restroom. That's all I remember. Ah, let's think, guys. Those are some good iconic stories from like younger, younger, younger. What's another one? I think I was like 11. I was playing at the park. I I shot a shot right and I fell on my ankle and oh my god dude it felt like the other spider-man again like I just daze out like whenever I'm in immense pain like that I don't okay I don't get it from like from like six six to like 
12 whenever i'd go into deep pain i would just like daze like now i i vividly remember like stories of being in pain now but being in pain then was just like when i was 11 it just wasn't vicious like i I mean i was vicious like it was like so what kind of pain was i going through i was dazing bro but i remember falling on my ankle i was wearing vans while hooping and i I was like 11 right and i'm just like done I'm, i'm super done i'm just wrecked and i freaking i just get carried off and i'm crying and i'm just like it's blurry because i'm crying but i remember just playing again like i, I remember I, I literally came back and started playing again but like i was it was an ankle energy and i was just dazed crying and i was just like just i don't remember anything i, I, I honestly like it, dazing or dazing uh, dazing is it called dazing dazing off I don't know how you say it but like dazing it's just such a weird feeling when you're in pain because you just you don't remember anything in your life at all you just don't you just remember one thing and then you're in another situation right after that like i remember i don't remember i remember falling but i don't remember ever getting in pain i don't remember ever going to the ground all i remember is being like on the sideline crying like it's so weird have you guys ever you know dazed off you guys should like hit me up on um what is it you shall hit me up on freaking ig like tell me if y'all ever days off in pain and then you're just like in different situations just randomly like like that like i was literally i was literally you know playing basketball i go for a layup or like a block shot or something land on my ankle i remember going for the block or something i don't remember falling i don't remember being in pain until i was crying like it's so quickly like it, it was like i blacked out but that was a nice little story when I was like 11, I think. Those are some iconic stories. Uh, an iconic flu story, bro. Flu game. I told y'all we gonna bring it back to sports, bro. One of my iconic flu games. I was like 12 years old. I, I was throwing up before the game. I was throwing up before the even day of the game. I was just in pain. I was so sick. I was throwing up. I was drinking green Gatorade before the game even started, bro. And it was a playoff game. It was a playoff game. And I was throwing up on the bench. I literally threw up on the bench. They subbed me in. I was hooping. Came back. Came back. I'm throwing up. I get subbed out again. Because I feel like I'm about to throw up. So I get subbed out. To be honest. For flu game. I felt terrible on the bench. But I felt better playing the game. Like I didn't understand it. Like playing I felt good. But like if I ever sat out. Like I didn't start the game right. Because I didn't know if I was going to be really really sick like that. Like just like incapable of anything but when i got into the game i felt good it was just when i was playing i felt so bad and i can't even this is so weird during coronavirus now because like i was literally playing with like the flu or something you know like it's so weird to like talk about but that's literally what i was doing but anyway we we were losing i i you know i'd get subbed in and we come back but then i would start feeling weird i would be like yo i'm about to throw up or what and then i get subbed out and then we go back down again and then they put me back in and i'm i'm like 11 10 i'm weak right I, I preface that because to win the game, you know, we're, 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 we're going back and forth. I'm finally in. I, I bring the team back. I get subbed in, you know, and I freaking airball the three-pointers to win the game. One of my most terrible moments, but also I was sick. Also, I was 10, though, so I don't, I don't even know if I had that range. I think that was, like, the first three I ever shot because, like, I was, like, 10, bro. So I was probably like four foot, like seven, but I just remember airballing that bit, and I just remember just feeling like I didn't care. Like I remember not caring. Like I remember just like tough, you know. Like it was just that. It was just tough. It was just well, what are you gonna do? That's how it felt. 
And, uh, you know, I'm a winner, though. And I, I was trying to carry my team back. But that was a tough one, man. Um, It's tough. I think from, like, 10 to, like, 13, I don't really have any, like, iconic moments in my life. I just don't really, you know. I was an iconic from 10 to 13. That was, like, one of my one iconic moments. Um, mm, I got a good one. When I was 13, uh, like, right after saying I was an iconic. 13, another basketball game. I had some vicious, you know, freaking basketball games, bro. 13, I was in a basketball game. I was playing freaking, mm, I was playing, like, it was in a, like, a, a park, you know, rec, a uh, park, like, a uh, league, and I was, um, it was the first game of the season, right? I ended up going for a layup off, like, a, off a still, and I ended up getting fouled, right? And I ended up hyperextending my knee, uh, my right knee, and I'm just in so much pain, and I can't even get up. Like, I'm on the floor, and I can't even get up. Like, I'm crawling, I'm crawling to get up off the freaking of the freaking like you know uh you know like the the padding on the wall like I'm, I'm freaking just grabbing on it trying to get up and i'm like sliding down it because like, like i have no strength and i'm like i'm like fussing you know like i'm fussing i'm frustrated i'm like i'm sweating i'm freaking weak i'm just like in pain and i'm just like just going crazy like i'm literally just like actually just agitated like it, like i can't explain it without like a, a video but i'm just like it's like when you're frustrated and you keep doing something wrong and you're just like you start doing it quickly but you're not doing it well you know it, it was weird it was like I, I couldn't get up and i was just like once i slipped i just kept trying to get up and it was just a huge like fuss and I, all i remember is while trying to get up just my my mom was helping me the ref was trying to help me and then my coach was trying to help me and i was just like ha ah, ah, and i just could not get up like and then i finally like just sat down and then i i, I got back up after and i ended up you know limping to the bench got up and this was against the rivals too like this was against the same park these were like the rivals these this was the team to beat literally because they were vicious um and we were vicious too we could have won though I, like with me i'm not gonna say anything but we could have we we, sh- we, c- we had them we we could have had them bro but anyway uh i end up sitting on the bench i go back in the third quarter i end up going back in the third quarter and to this day it's one of my most iconic moments and it's also one of my most regrettable mistakes going back into that third quarter going back into that third quarter i literally i made a jump pass i landed on my left foot it twisted and i broke my foot it's a sad day (laughs) it's a sad sad day but it's iconic because i played through that game and we almost won we were down like 15, we started coming back, but it, it was iconic for that one reason. I played that game with a broken foot from the third quarter on. That is one of my most regrettable mistakes, and it is also one of my most proud moments as a human being, and just being proud of the human and its ability to produce adrenaline. Because I was able to play with a broken foot for like 16 to 20 minutes, you know? of just running and jumping and cutting with a broken foot like i was able to perform on a broken foot for 20 minutes full speed i ran with a broken foot that is one of my like that is just my most proud moments one of my most proud moments of myself and also just like i said just one of the most proud moments of how much humans have evolved and speaking of evolution, real quick, this is another round. Evolution is fake, okay? How can we evolve for something that already exists? You know, I'm just saying it right now. You cannot evolve from something that already exists right now. That's like saying, you know, uh, 
a butterfly comes from a caterpillar, right? But the caterpillar doesn't exist anymore when the, it evolves. There are just caterpillars. Like, let me make it a little bit easier. I know you guys kind of understood that though. Like say a chimpanzee made the same exact transformation as a, as a caterpillar to a butterfly. So it went from chimp chimpanzee to human, right? Now, they would be known as chimpanzee and human, not chimpanzee and human. You know, they'd be known as one, not or like one evolution. But this isn't one evolution because you don't see any chimpanzees becoming humans right now, do you? No. So that's the thing. That's why evolution to me is not real. You cannot evolve from something that already exists. There's just no way. A caterpillar becomes a butterfly. That butterfly is no longer a caterpillar. Caterpillars do not no longer exist for that cat for that specific butterfly. It's one species turning into multiple. I mean, turning into another species. That's it. That's it. It's it's like if a chimp actually became a human right now, but that's not happening. So I call BS. I call evolution fake. How can we come from that already exists? Hmm? If we evolved, that means the thing does not exist anymore. Like what, lizards? I heard lizards are supposed to, or like alligators come from dinosaurs. Guess what? Dinosaurs do no longer exist. They no longer exist. And don't tell me about like the Big Bang Theory and all that freaking things that just killed in the asteroid. People, some of the dinosaurs, you know, some, not all, everything just got wiped out. Things still existed and things still evolved. But guess what? There's not the same thing that evolved, buddy. That's why it's called an evolution. I can bring you guys another example for 2K. In 2K, when a freaking when you evolve a card, you get the new card. The, the old card does not exist anymore. You cannot go back to the old card because it was an evolution. That is what an evolution is. So why are there chimps, huh? Why are there chimps? Because we weren't evolved from them, buddy. I don't care what science you have. It doesn't exist. I don't care how dumb I sound. I don't care how dumb I sound. When you really think about it, if something evolves from something, the old thing does not exist anymore. If I evolve my gameplay, if I evolve my podcasts, just like I evolved my podcast today from casual talks to or like from casual to, to casual talks, casual sports talks does not exist anymore. It did exist, but it doesn't exist anymore because I made an evolution. Pay attention, buddy. But anyway, I forgot what I was speaking about. I, I, I really don't even know. Oh, yeah, humans evolved. And I was just so glad that I was able to just play that whole game while injured. That was such a goaded moment in my life, man. Those were some good times. Um, another one was when I was 14. I got broke. That was a good iconic moment. I got broke. I didn't get broke, okay? I didn't I didn't actually get dropped off in basketball. Like, I didn't actually get hit with it. But I I was I was playing defense, right? And he told me uh, to force him left, right? So I slid over left, and while sliding left, that's it. I, okay, I, okay. I know it seems like cap, bro. I know it seems like heavy cap, but it is not cap. While sliding left, I, 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 I tripped. I, I wasn't even looking at him, at him doing moves. I was just trying to force him left because that's what my coach told me. So I was sliding left, and I tripped, and I fell, and I almost hit the floor. I was able to touch the floor with my hand which is probably even worse but i didn't i swear mm, i didn't get broke bro i didn't even fall for the move i've never been broke there's nothing wrong with being broke because it means you're being you're, you're playing defense but i am really short i have a really good like i'm really good on my feet you know 
I'm really good, you know, I have good coordination, I, I, I get, I've been shifted so many times, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm not afraid to, you know, say that, and, you know, provide evidence, you know, I've been shifted so many times, I can provide you evidence, Look, I can provide you games of me being shifted, I've been shifted so many times that I never fell, bro, I have balance, okay, so don't cap on me, man, because I tripped, I just tripped, I didn't pick up my feet enough while I was trying to slide left, that's it, I wasn't falling for any move, I was just trying to slide left, simple as that, stop capping on me buddy stop capping on me bro anyway that was a nice little iconic moment of 14 14 freshman year not that vicious not a really good year didn't really do anything vicious honestly i think a goaded iconic moment i know some people remember this was when i was in my english class or no i remember an iconic moment of freshman year i i won 80 bucks because i got an a on the test like there was like a in my math class there was a there was like a raffle right not like a raffle, like a, like a freaking, eh, it was kind of like a raffle for you would, you would recycle, uh, our teacher would recycle cans and he would save up money for months and say it would be like 40 bucks in the month, right? He would then say, okay, in this, in this test, I'm going to draw a name and if they have an A, I'll get it. Now what happened is someone didn't get an A, so we had to wait next test, right? And then in next test, they, uh, the next test that came out it was me who got called and i did have an a on the test so i ended up getting 80 bucks because it got like double basically or like maybe he got like 30 in the one month or 50 whatever but the thing is the the point is that it accumulated over the, like the two months so i ended up getting like yeah like 80 bucks for for the for basically like two months worth of just recycling cans basically like if i did it myself that's what i that's what like would have happened so yeah I ended up getting 80, 80 bucks. I ended up buying my brother Call of Duty, uh, I think COD 4 Remastered. Good times, good times. But yeah, so that the, I think it was like 60 bucks too. This device can perform faster, perform faster if you connect it to a high speed USB 2.0. No. Anyway, that was like one of my, that was like the freaking notification. If you guys heard that, that was a notification. But yeah. Anyway, bought him that because that's what I got with my 80 bucks. So I literally. Got an A to buy my brother something. It was kind of for me though too, because it was, it was like for both of us. But it was more f- for him. But it was like because I knew he he wanted it really badly, and I I didn't care, but I kind of did want it. So don't don't tell him that though. I kind of did want it though. But anyway, guys, that was an iconic moment at 14. I think another iconic moment was when I had to perform my senior uh, not senior my freshman uh, project basically. For English, it was like a random act of kindness. I performed, I had to perform like a speech. And I, I know people may not remember this of me, or they still do. But as like a, as a freshman, I just was really, really, uh, had a big fear of public speaking. Like now it's still kind of bad, but I can do it. Like if someone t- like tells me to talk, I'll talk. But like in the in the ninth grade, if someone told me told me to talk, I would literally just stand there silent, like and just shake my head, like I don't know. And like and then like tenth grade, I kind of developed saying I don't know, you know. So it was like a step. Eleventh grade was kind of where I broke out, and then twelfth grade, I'd answer anything. I don't really care. But like eleventh eleventh to twelfth grade were really just where I became a little bit more confident in my ability to speak in public and just you know not even just like public speaking like a a whole public speech but just like talking in general if i had to what really helped my public speaking was honestly 
Spanish class because there, there was a lot of sp- you know there's a lot of speaking portions you had to do there's a lot of things you had to do that you know and it was talking in another you know another language so it just kind of helped me be like you know what this if I can do it in another language I can do it in this language I know in the other language a lot of people don't know this, the the thingy and like I'm Mexican so I can at least pronounce it somewhat correctly so it seems you know I'm, I'm being judged less slightly uh, I'm, I'm judged less you know uh, harshly sorry so you know but it still kind of built my you know confidence from like 9th 10th 11th uh it just really built my confidence as a person and it just helped me you know answer questions and just all that general jazz stuff but yeah i just remember i just had a really bad anti like anti public speaking thing so i literally my my senior my senior oh my goodness my freshman little kindness project my little uh presentation was just really really like monotone like i was in a really monotone voice and i kind of just sound like a robot and like uh i'll get something to read right now let's see let's get this bag if you guys can hear this crumpling uh let's read this okay it's saying exfoliating exfoliating green tea cucumber three and one fish wipes so this is how i would read it you know in the 12th grade this is how i would read it in the ninth grade exfoliating green tea cucumber three in one facial wipes now, i don't know if that's annoying to you i don't know if that's cringy to you but whatever response that elicited that was the that was basically it like i can't even cap i like guess i'm not being corny i'm not trying to be cringe that's how i sounded so if that sounded cringe or too tryhardy that was literally a spot-on impersonation of what i sounded like because i'm the only person that actually can do my own voice perfectly you know dummies but anyway guys that was a good one from freshman year freshman year from high school had a really good iconic moment so there might be multiple of the same year and i'm gonna apologize this might be like a 50 minute video of just iconic scenes freshman year was a really good one sophomore year uh, a lot of things a lot of things happened a lot of things happened i made my cooking video for youtube i mean my cooking video for youtube i made my cooking video on youtube for for my spanish class and that was such a goaded experience honestly i really loved that was like one of the first times i ever kind of just like did a project and went to someone's house and it was such a good experience because it was with new people that i knew of course but it was with this new people i uh we went to like stores you know bought some food because it was a cooking you know like video we had to make but it was still goaded like we went to stores we had a great time just other stores went to the dude's house cooked there watched them cook because it was like two separate separate like youtube videos right like or two groups but we went to the same house basically so it was so goaded and it just felt so like i don't know what it felt like there was just a good feeling about it It just really hit home you know it didn't hit home but it felt good you know it felt good to be together felt good to kind of do something like that for the first time in my life and just to you know just to be with a a group of people in their home and we're just you know cooking food so it just felt kind of goaded it was a really good experience um you know it's for my spanish class it's actually on my youtube channel right now i think it's uh something it's a pokemon best pokemon player loses to a stunfisk or something like that it was a troll video but it's actually the cooking video i I, it's a troll like thumbnail and a troll video but it's a really good it's really funny it just has a really good backstory you know around it it was with a lot of my friends you know that i still talk to to this day some don't you know but it's whatever you know a lot of them were cool really good experience that's all i can say that, that that's how i can describe that experience it was just a really good one um another good experience was i got my first girlfriend really good experience really great experience i got my first girlfriend it was really weird it was during um sophomore year was probably one of my goaded years you know honestly i think mm, i don't know 
from like sophomore year and up it really got goaded i don't understand it but i i it happened so from sophomore year i had this math class with my girlfriend or with my future girlfriend would be would be girlfriend and i just kind of you know didn't i liked her but i didn't really like need to do anything i didn't really have a reason to do anything it was like the like where like you know you're attracted to this person and like you find them kind of you know cute and kind of funny but you're just like there's no you're it's not too deep to, to the fact where you're like yo i gotta make a move and just face the consequences later it wasn't like that yet and she kind of didn't do anything her plan she told me her whole plan was to try to make me not like her. I, I don't, I'll never understand her plan. She or she tried to make her plan seem like she didn't like me, which was a terrible plan because like, I don't. If I don't know, why would I? Why would I have the guts to ask you out, bro? If I don't even know. But anyway, that's a terrible plan though. Don't ever you just be true with your feelings. Like I liked her. I showed her I liked her, but I didn't really tell her. You know. So maybe that was really kind of toxic because I, I, I heard people do that on purpose, or on, on purpose basically, but I did it on an accident, okay? Like I, I showed her I liked her on accident. Like I just did things, you know, in my life. Like I would talk to her during lunch, you know, ask for her food. Don't know why I did that, but I don't know why I stole her food. But anyway, I would do that. I would just be, you know, just all up on her. I would walk to her class after second period. It was just a, it was just an experience, you know? So it was kind of cringe, just that, like, I kind of, now that I'm looking back at it, I did a lot of things that showed her I liked her, and I kind of tortured her by not capitalizing on it, but the thing is, she didn't tell me that, so we kind of just fell off for, like, three months, and this is another iconic moment that I'll talk about later. I ended up, you know, getting an injury, and I ended up freaking in the wheelchair, in a wheelchair, in a crutches and she ended up looking at me a lot we got moved from we got moved like uh seats just because like it was just a natural like um like he kind of just changed it like every quarter every semester and all that stuff so we end up like not being next to each other that's kind of what made us fall off because i think quarter one was really good quarter two we moved quarter three i got injured like after when quarter three started i got injured and i came back and it was just like such a weird experience and I kind of just, you know, she started talking to, to me again. I started talking to her. We ended up talking. We'd end up, like, waiting for each other. And then we ended up, you know, talking. He, she, uh, like, February, she uh, ended up adding me on Snap. We ended up talking a lot in February. Kind of where the feelings came back. And then, you know, like, they came back heavy, you know. Like, they were kind of coming back, but then they came back heavy in February. And like where she started, like basically they were coming back, but when she texted me, they kind of just came back heavy. Like when she started texting me, that was when it kind of just in intensified. And then I think around March, toxic, just toxic feelings, bro. They were just toxically just OP feelings. And then in April, I ended up asking her out uh, over text because, you know, I'm just a smooth guy like that. And then she ended up making me, excuse my language, excuse the yard. Uh, in like on April 12th, 2017 or 2018, sorry, not 17. I always mix that up. I don't know why. I think it's because I liked her in 17, but then we actually dated in 18. In 2018, April 12th, I ended up being forced to ask her, not forced, but I ended up asking her out like formally, like in person and asked her if she wanted to be my girlfriend and all that, which she said yes, because I'm still a smooth criminal in text and real life, bro. So never cap on me. So that was what happened. And let's go back to my other iconic moment. 
in the eighth grade, or not eighth grade, in the um, in the tenth grade. Ah, I am so tired for some reason. I am so tired. I need to like cut that or something. But anyway, there was a toxic, 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 toxic time for me because it was my first year of basketball. My second year of basketball. Sorry, my first year of being like a starter. First year. This wasn't really an iconic moment of mine, but I didn't play at all because that's so fun. I, I, the coach was just not very a very good coach. He was a cool guy, but he just wasn't really a good coach. And I'm not saying, oh, he didn't notice me or anything. It wasn't even about that. It was just more like about, we're up 60. Why aren't I in the game yet? You know, like I didn't care that I wasn't playing. I didn't care that I was like the eight, the, the, the freaking 15th man. I didn't care about that. I truly didn't. But the fact that I didn't even get into the game up like 40, kind of just like, I'm just like, buddy, that's just not good coaching at all. Whereas freshmen, there's there's a there's a there's a push for development that was needed, you know, and it just wasn't like I don't think people had a fun time winning. Like it was it was my first year where I won a bunch and I just didn't feel good. I was just like, and it wasn't even personally. It was just like I saw a lot of my friends not play, and I'm just like, bruh, they. It doesn't matter. Like it wasn't about being named a third team player or a third string player that didn't bother me or them it was just more like i'm a third string player but i'm not even being put in up 40 i'm being put up like up 40 with like six minutes left why aren't i in in the third quarter like because i'm telling you our team smacked kids like i i had no right to start i'll give you that i literally give you that I, i was a bad player very all over the place out of control i needed development i was a very bad player during you know freshman year i don't know it was a it was a confidence thing really but during freshman year i just didn't really you know perform well and i ended up being you know benched and all that and just like i went from starter to third string and it hurt but it was just like it wasn't something crazy that like i just like was super affected on you know it was kind of just like it happens and I can't really, you know, do anything about it. Kind of just have to live with it. But just not playing, though, at 40, when, like, with, in the third quarter, that was just kind of something that I just hurt. Because, like, it just felt like I wasn't even valued as a person on the team. If I'm not even going to be put up, put in with 40. Because, like I said, our team smacked. Our team killed people. Like, we were up 30, like, in the first quarter almost. So, like, I should have be put in. You know what I mean? Like, there were obviously no challenge to us. The reason I wasn't put in is mind-boggling. But anyway, guys back to the story sophomore year i actually ends up starting i get a lot of confidence back i over the summer over you know the just a year in i get a uh, i get a lot of just just confidence i feel really good about myself like i feel i feel just i feel like i'm actually a good basketball player i was starting on jv i was a good i was doing my thing i was you know hooping just i was i was just confident really this has nothing to do with basketball but you guys have to be confident if you guys be confident your abilities grow and your abilities shine throughout like there's a lot of people that i know have internal confidence and obviously we don't even have internal confidence i feel so bad for you guys and i know you guys are gonna just get there i know you guys are you guys are strong people you guys are gonna work hard but anyway i know people who have some kind of internal confidence they know that they can do things well and it's just when they're on this this set this set like stage or they're on this you know platform that they have to display these actual talents you know in public or anything like that it kind of just you know they lose that or like even if they make a mistake they're scared to make mistakes it's like that it's like you know having talent but just being scared and this kind of goes with confidence you just have to be courageous you have to be brave 
and I think during this sophomore year I was really courageous and I, I just wanted to hoop I wanted to hoop and I was so excited to hoop and I just had so much confidence like I don't understand how I had so much confidence just just it was just it was overwhelming almost and I'm not saying I was good I didn't say that made me amazing but I, it made me good it made me I know that was contradicting but like it, it didn't make me amazing but it made me who I was I thought I was a good basketball player I never thought I was amazing and obviously that's another confidence issue you have to you have to think you're the best you know or at least around there bro and obviously I didn't think I was like the best but I thought like when I was on the court I was a humble guy you know like not on the court obviously I'm talking about like talking about the court I'm talking about like if I was ever to compare myself I was obviously a humble guy I'm not gonna say I'm the best but inside when I was on the court you know and things like that I thought that I could be the best or I had a potential to be the best and I had confidence that really carried a long way like that confidence just helped me really really like push forward and that's all I have to say about that that it really helped me push forward just confidence is key but anyway, it was such a bummer because I gained so much confidence in like a span of like four months from this coach. He was a great coach, great guy, great coach, everything. He really gave us a chance and he, if we were up 30, guess what? The bench was in. Like it was, it was, it was actually good developing for once, actually good developing. But that's besides the point. During summer, I end up tearing my ACL in a mirror, in a mirror game, in a mirror game, I was going to say the city, it doesn't really matter, Miracosta, in a Miracosta tournament game, I ended up tearing my left ACL, and it just, it, it, I was out for the year, obviously, and it just felt so bad, it felt so terrible, just being out, and it was just, mm. It's one of my lowest moments in my life, but also one of, the, again, the most proudest moment in my life. Just kind of just, it was a good experience, you know, and it kind of was a, a turning point in my life because at that time, I didn't really know where I wanted to go with my life. I kind of didn't have any, like, direction. I had good grades. I just had no direction, you know. It was just like, I knew I, I, knew I had good grades. I knew that I was going to get into college. But the thing is, where was I gonna? What was I gonna do? What was I? Where was I gonna go? You know, it was just a really, really confusing thing about you know, um, just college or like just life in general. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And when I tore my ACL, I met a lot of kids. I mean, I met a lot of kids. I um, I met a lot of doctors. I met a lot of nurses. I I, I just kind of met the medical field, and it kind of taught me about the medical field, and it kind of just you know got me into the medical field and you know doing all those things. So that's my story about, you know, the Terranay Sayo. It's a, it's a really iconic moment in my life. Probably number, like, three on the list. It was such an iconic moment. Um, but because it, 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 it wasn't only just, oh, my season's over, you know. It was also just, you know, it was, it was, it was also a turning point in my actual career and my actual, like, student life, you know. It kind of just set me to where I wanted to go in life. But that's another story, you know. I could tell a whole other story about how I found my way in life because of basketball. And just because of, you know, being injured and how that just set me up. That could be a whole, like, 15-minute story real quick. But that was a good story. Put me into medical field kind of things. It got me into that and all that stuff. And it kind of, you know, got me to be injured. And, you know, my my that would-be girlfriend would then, you know, look at me and stuff. So it was kind of a goaded thing that could happen. And it, it kind of helped me on essays, too, because I could talk about, like, when I got injured also, also, when I got injured, um, I missed the f semester one finals 
like I literally missed it and I had to try to study like I I, I finessed I had to, I I had to like study I don't know how I did it I had to study while being like in crutches and in pain and just like immense pain like this was like three days off surgery I had to start studying for a math test and all that stuff so it was just a toxic like thing but that's what happened that was pretty toxic and I remember tearing my ACL and my my teacher actually had like he talked to me aside and told me that I was going to be good and that like he knows people that have torn their ACLs and how they recovered and it just kind of helped me you know just you know feel good and not feel like down and obviously I had a, I have high spirits I'm always a confident guy I'm always you know jolly so it didn't put me too down but it did you know being out for the year just kind of just like I, I had so much confidence and I lost it then in there and it just went away and then junior year also wait sophomore year I had my first kiss iconic moments those things aren't really iconic moments they're more like I don't know they're like personal mementos I don't know how to say it they're not like iconic they're not like, like something you just talk about like oh I had my first kiss it's like a personal memento that I keep to myself so if I actually if you're listening to this and I don't bring you up a lot it's not because I I just I just don't they're not like iconic to me they're not something I want to tell they're just something I like and I know you're going to be offended but they're not something I want to tell they're just something I want to keep inside myself keep just like personal mementos and all that and just you know they're really just they're special to me but they're that special to where I can't tell people so sorry um then junior year ended up tearing my ACL again I was down bad bro down bad like I was down bad I I I, I don't just mm, I tore my ACL again after like the night after nine months after like practicing I ended up tearing my ACL again and I was just devastated I ended up crying almost like I ended up tearing it in a practice, right? I had to walk out of the gym and I almost started crying just like, cause I knew what happened. Well, and, and it wasn't even about that knowing what happened either because I speculated what happened too. I, I felt the pain and I was like, mm, this is simi- similar. And I ended up just almost crying out of just frustration, out of just, you know, pain. I almost ended up crying, but I did not. So that's always, you know, that's always nice. I didn't cry. <laughs> But that's a really goaded moment of my junior year. I also remember um, I ended up missing my SAT because I didn't I didn't bring my freaking ID to the thing. So I ended up missing my SAT and that was toxic. And I really thought, hey, I'm not going to get into college because of this. But I ended up retaking it the next month and I ended up, you know, doing all that stuff. Then uh, what happened? What, 11th grade was a really good year. I ended up. One of my teachers ended up making me play my own songs in my classroom, so that was always cool. That was, you know, weird, but it was also, at that point, I was, I had confidence as a public performer. (laughs) I have to name it that because I can't even just say speaker anymore, just being in public. I was a little bit more comfortable, so I played it and all that stuff, so it was a cool experience. Um, I ended up, you know, just having a great junior year. I joined track for the first time. Um, you know, it was just a great, great year. Great, great year. Um, another iconic moment, I didn't mention this when I turned 16. My mom threw me a party, and it was just a goaded party, honestly. I just, it was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Had just a great time. It was probably one of my most goaded birthday parties. Mm, it was just, it was just goaded. Um, another moment, these are some honorable mentions because I, I just remember them. Before we get into 18, because that, that was junior year. Junior year was pretty small, but it was still goaded. It, it was goaded for like personal reasons and it was just goaded in general. Just because it, it felt good. There was no iconic moments. It was just 
a daily vicious date you know what i mean there was no iconic moments the me joining track was probably one of the most iconic moments and then i had another iconic moment that makes me feel kind of sad because my season's over is you know the banquet for my track season was a really special you know banquet to me it was you know i i felt like this is where i belonged and i felt i feel so bad because i didn't do track freshman year or sophomore year despite my injury obviously in sophomore year but freshman year i didn't do it and i just i i'm so mad that i joined so late and it just feels so bad because i i, I just i was decent you know like i i wasn't the best but i was just I, I, it was something that i could be on varsity on and i could perform and I, I i had talent you know some type of talent it wasn't the best i wasn't number one but like i i, I knew i was confident in my abilities and it just makes me kind of sad that I just can't continue that but that's besides the point that's another iconic moment it's also iconic because during the banquet I actually ended up um, I was watching the the Raptors versus uh, the Warriors in the finals (laughs) that's another iconic moment but yeah besides that it was just a really great year I think 11th grade was probably one of my best years and it's filled with a lot of like melancholy feelings and also like surreal feelings and it was just a great year and it makes me kind of sad and it it, like it's like that happy cry you know like that's what I want to do when I think of junior year because it was such a good year and it was also such a sad year because it's gone but that was a vicious day that was a vicious year sorry that was a vicious vicious year and I, I remember a lot of things none of them were iconic like that I can tell and a lot of them are short stories that are iconic too like I said like the joining track just kind of a short story but it's it's a bunch of those that made up junior year that made it really really you know fun and then during senior year senior year was a wow before we get oh yeah before we get into that I want to, you know, do some quick mementos, some quick, you know, uh, honorable mentions. Uh, when I was 15 years old, I lost my, no, 16, 16. I lost my phone. So that's it. That's literally it. Lost my phone. <laughs> uh, when I was 16, I got my first ever 500 bucks ever. I've never received that much, like, amount of money. And I ended up buying Gatorade 6s and some Last Shot 14s. That's cute. When I was 17, I got money. I ended up not splurging. Oh, I ended up buying. No, what did I buy? Hmm. I don't think I bought a lot for my birthday on the, uh, like, shoe-wise. Hmm. What did I buy? What did I buy? What did I buy? I think I bought some Air Forces, definitely. Hmm. I think I bought Jordan 5s and I bought Jordan 8s that were cheap, so. Hmm. I just want to see what that sounded like on the thing. But anyway. So those are some honorable mentions. There's probably a lot more that I didn't, you know, remember, but we're running out of time for the podcast. So for 18, was a short year. It's still going on. It's not done yet. Number one, big, 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 big iconic moment will be me, me getting accepted into UCI, into UC Irving. I will probably end up making a video one day on how I got into UC Irvine because it was a really good, uh, really good, you know, journey. So that's cool. Mmm. I remember taking my SAT because I was obviously a senior. That was the month later I ended up. No, being a senior, I think I I forgot my ID as a senior. Wow. I think I lost it as a senior, not as a junior. We'll change that back. We'll change that to senior. I think that was a senior. Senior year. And then I, hmm, what did I do during senior year that was just iconic? Coronavirus. Um, 
I ended up getting, I ended up playing basketball for once at my, um, at, like, I went to 24, and my, my, I ended up playing with my, my, my friend Kai, my friend Yosef, my friend Tyler, ended up playing with them, and I ended up, uh, and with my brother Anthony, and I ended up actually hurting my knee again, so that's always cool, it only took me out for, like, three weeks, but I ended up hurting my knee again, because I, I still have a torn ACL right now, like, partially torn ACL and partially torn, uh, meniscus, I just, I, I still play, because I'm dumb. But I still played and injured myself, so that was another iconic moment. Um, I remember just a lot of things. Senior year wasn't the best in terms of, obviously, it's coronavirus. And obviously, it just it just felt like it was the end, you know? It, it, it felt like a lot of things were iconic, but it just, I don't know. When you're a senior, it feels like you're a freshman. Like it's it's like complain it's like uh, comparing my freshman and senior year. Freshman year, I was new. A lot of iconic moments just for the basis the basis of that I was new. And senior year, a lot of things are just it's the last thing that I'll do, you know. And that's why it's iconic because it's the last thing that I'm gonna do, you know. It was the you know just track season's over. That's the last time I'll ever be in track, you know. I got injured in track. I hurt my hamstring, but I think I'm good now. And um, it was just just little things like that. I just I, I hope I can remember senior year, but junior year will probably be my most memorable. Senior year, I, I just it's still going and it's still surreal. TikTok became a thing. I started making podcasts. Those things went a little crazy. Uh, senior year just went by too fast, and talking about it is gonna make me cry, bro. Um, I don't know if I'm being serious or not, actually, because I think. I, I've never really thought about senior year and losing it, and I don't care about the graduation stuff. I don't care about the back, the 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 like the all the parties and all that things for senior. Year. I don't care about that. It was just there was a time when Corona didn't exist, and I was going to school. I was doing all these things, and it was a time where you know it was November, and I was in, I was in you know I was a senior in November, and now it's April. It's it's about to be May, like in three days. So it's just, it's surreal and I kind of just wish I never got injured and I was able to compete because I, I competed once and it was only like jogging. So I just felt so, I feel so bad. I just, I wish I didn't get injured. I wish I just would have just mm, did more, you know, and that's what you ask yourself. If you died today, would you feel regret? Would you feel like you did enough in your life? You know, and I don't feel that way. And I don't feel that way, especially about senior year. If we just specified it as senior year, do you feel like you did enough just in, spe- in senior year? And I, I would answer no. I, I I just didn't do enough, but I did everything I wanted to at the same time. Maybe that's just me being greedy. I don't know. But anyway, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This is a long one, but it was all of my stories, my life stories, compiled up into an hour from zero to 18 so far. Uh, I know 18 was a little bit vague. It's kind of just because I don't remember it because, it, you know, I didn't have a lot of iconic moments as an 18-year-old, and some of them I can't be telling. They're just not safe for work. But, um, I'm I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding, bro. Bro, chill. Anyway, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you, guys. I want to shout out to CrackCast again. Hopefully, we can collab one day. If you guys are still listening to this CrackCast, anybody in the CrackCast crew, CrackCast? CrackCast crew? Um, say that 10 times in a row, five times fast, bro. CrackCast crew? CrackCast crew? Anyway, thank you, guys, to the CrackCast crew. Thank you to, you know, Ashley. Thank you to Kai. Thank you to my mom. Thank you to Anthony. Thank you to Yosef. Thank you to anybody that I haven't thanked yet. Thank you to you guys for, you know, just listening to my stuff. Um, anything like that. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for creating iconic moments from 
0 to 18 from 0 to senior year. Hope you guys enjoy. This is compiled into an hour, and I'm out, guys. Peace.